parts unknown in, in wrestling terms okay uh, but no um no as far as the name um there's a movie called mean frank and crazy tony with lee van cleef i don't have a photo of lee van cleef you know let me grab that so that's gonna i'm gonna grab that real quick and make it a background <laughs> uh lee van cleef is my favorite actor uh he's well he's on my shirt right here i got into lee van cleef do uh, you know as most people do watching the good the bad and the ugly yeah and dollars trilogy that kind of shit yeah spaghetti um, westerns yeah my favorite is colonel mortimer that's the the second one he ended up doing a lot of like grindhouse movies oh uh, hell yeah and when he like after that he was doing he did a lot of movies in italy yeah. but anyway so he has he made a, a movie one of his shitty movies he made in italy or out in europe it was called mean frank and crazy tony and when I was trying to come up with, uh, I was trying to brainstorm band names for a, a band I was creating at the time. It was like 2007. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine who's a comedian who's actually, uh, I, I'm not embarrassed to say he's a comedian now because he, he was for many years. Uh, my, my buddy, Eric Newton, he was my drummer. Um, he, we grew up in, in Newark. We're, we're friends for a long time from our, our little music scene here yeah. and um and he was uh, i got him to play drums in this duo called uh, that we eventually called bad touch oh hell yeah. um, and uh, and then after of course i come up with that name there's a million fucking bad touches that pop up <laughs> all over the place but uh but we were the best one and um in the time of creating the name or looking for the name i usually come up with alter egos with uh my stage name because I've done this since my friends gave me the name Trout Head. I even have, I still have my. Oh, shit. This is, this is a Trout Head. It's hard to see, but that's a, yeah. it's a Trout Head that came from my first name that my friends just gave me randomly. Uh, my buddy Jason Wrinkle, uh, he was the one who, Damn. he called me Trout Head in a fake band that they made called Monstrous Joker Babies. The name stuck because they kept calling me Trout Head. Damn. No reason behind it. So I can't beat them, join them. So I wore, I uh, found a rubber fish head in seattle when i was there and i punched holes in it and wore it around my neck and then my mom when i graduated uh she knew i drew this trout head symbol in my band and some yeah. of the, we ended up making real bands out of it um i would draw my trout head symbol for me so she was like had she's like hey draw me that trout head i was i want to show a friend at work and she got that made she got she had no shit yeah it was really one of the oh, cool that's things. super cool one of the coolest things my parents have done for me and um or i would kind of come up with like a spin-off name it's like the wu-tang clan i once i got into wu-tang i was like oh i got a bunch of names yeah uh, start as trout head the spanish version is cabeza de trucha which i used also of then course. uh when i got into wu-tang cabeza de tiza uh after that there was uh the anti-dave which uh i came up with i don't know it's something like antichrist where i was like well i'll be the anti-dave and something like like a bizarro version yeah and then anti-dizza because of the the trial uh then uh dave anonymous which was when i drummed in funeral shock because i was the one band member no one knew who i was 
then I, I threw in the anti-Dave in there and became anti-Dave Anonymous, which sounded like uh, a support group for people who hate me. Absolutely. And then, and then uh, Dave the Explainer, which is my one of my rap names uh, that I used because uh, I explain, as you can clearly tell in the beginning. It of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, might be another one in there i'm forgetting but uh then mean dave which i gave myself because mean dave and crazy eric had the same syllables as mean mean frank and crazy tony yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Mean frank uh so i was like cool like i'll be mean dave and eric is eric was my straight man in this band which made it funny to call him crazy eric because for sure he was the straight man and uh and we were funnier as a band i still say we were funny <laughs> We were funnier people then. Um, we, this kills your humor uh, doing stand-up. It's or it kills like, it's you know even if you get better at comedy on stage, you become less funny off stage. It's just how it, <laughs> it just grinds you down. It's, well, it's just yeah. I mean, it's a job now, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to be funny to people for free. Um, you got to pay for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, or and help master that kind of shit. That's why I hate the not that I don't let the stereotypical like, oh tell me a joke. I'm like I get why you think that. I get yeah. that, but but you the fact is is like you know everybody who knows those people that are like trying to be funny all the time nobody likes them no so and, I get where they're coming from because I feel like I do the same thing when uh, when I meet magicians I meet a magician show me a trick so I, people do that it was funny I got told not to do that when I met a pro magician and I <laughs> I this is before comedy but I yeah I, was, I told my friend I'm like dude that's very I. I know why that's insulting. Like I play music. I wouldn't play a song if somebody wanted me to play yeah. them a song right away without even knowing them. For sure. And and so and I ended up doing drugs with this magician all and at a coke party. And in the morning we're all haggard and whatever. And and he's uh, he's got some corporate gig later and and he's talking to us in the morning. And I I asked him, I was like, hey, what was it? We were all asking questions about his magic. And I was like, what was the trick that made you want to get into magic? And um, this dude doesn't tell us. He fucking shows us. Hell yes, he goes, dude. He busts out haggard, little sleep, coked up, <laughs> fucking does this amazing moving all these these silver dollars around yeah. that grandpa gave him that were you can see the grime on him from years of, of use. And he's waving his hands and just moving them all over the place right at our feet. And we're all just tripped the fuck out. Like, yeah. how the fuck does he do this right now? And then my buddy... Uh, later he woke up later and uh and i told him i was like dude homie showed us a fucking magic trick he goes what and I, was, <laughs> I was like dude i was just I, I just asked him like what was the trick that yeah. made him get the magic he didn't tell us he fucking showed us and he goes i've known that dude for years and he's never shown me a magic trick <laughs> <laughs> and i was like motherfucker well you just you know that's why you know you gotta ask I'm the, I'm sincere, motherfucker. You're not. Yeah. You're fucking coke whore. So, God damn. Now magicians, man. magicians are weird. Where there's, I feel like there's just two extremes. There's either like really cheesy, shitty magic, and then just they're so cool. This magicians. dude was cool. Uh, I, I don't want to name him because you know we're doing coke, but for sure he, he's he's been on TV and stuff. Like I I never knew that of him before I met him. But um, Chris Angel. No, it wasn't Chris. <laughs> I would I would name that motherfucker because I I hear I mean he seems pretty douchey, but no, this dude was cool. He knew he actually he was trashing Chris Angel. That was, was hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, so we got people to help. We got people who need advice. Oh fuck. Yeah, and we got too. And you're the man to give it to him. I'm good at rapping. Now what? well, they're not. I'm just gonna <laughs> say that right away. It's like that guy at the meeting uh this morning who's like, This is funny stuff. I'm like, no. You're not good at rapping. Whoever, no good. 
he's uh so i've been trying to master the art for years and i'm at a point where i can dish out lyrics that are good and rhyme schemes that are creative now how do i get noticed and what do i do to bring this to the next level i really hope these are fake letters <laughs> writing for yourself man because that's fucking sad these are real uh, people well a that they're it, look like this is if you have to write a letter to ask some strangers about like first starting it off where I'm good at rapping. Mm -hmm. Nah, you should have wrapped that fucking letter. All right. And this, this letter doesn't rhyme at all. No, not. So you're, you're shit in the bed. Read the second part again. There was, a, there was like some other bullshit in there. I've been trying to master the art for years. Trying to master the art for years. no, no, you haven't been trying to master the art for you. Because if you did be mastered, it would have been mastered. You wouldn't have no. This is so what's the last question? What do they need to do to get to the next level? Yeah. How do I get noticed and what do I bring this to the next level? You need to really just show up at work, don't take sick days. <laughs> and uh, and quite frankly, just you know, put in the extra talent when they ask for overtime, do the overtime and that'll get noticed. And I, maybe you'll make manager someday. Let's say hypothetically, he's good. I say go to low, like, a, like a Walgreens, maybe a Target. Just start rapping in the halls. No, there's only one. Dude, no, no that's terrible. No, everything <laughs> live, nobody notices it. Everybody looks for attention the same. Tick, fucking, talk, motherfucker. That's how I know <laughs> terrible. Because everything that gets noticed by anybody for any of this bullshit is on stupid fucking TikTok. <laughs> one of the most, one of the most fucking mediocre new comics I met in the last few years was one of the first that went that I knew that went viral on TikTok. Yeah, and he got to headline some clubs or whatever, doing like you know time that he didn't even fucking have Damn. all because of these imaginary followers that I don't even think half of them were real. Uh, don't even exist. Yeah, it, no, it's all it's all fucking bots and shit, man. They just drum up the numbers and then and people just yeah. Some guy was all trying to get on my show at Lily Max in Sunnyvale, uh, and I know him. I don't want to name him because yeah. you know I, I slam him in person to anybody. But dude, this dude, he's like he's messaging me like, yeah, me, uh, we're coming from New York. Uh, me and uh, this other guy, we got like you know fifty thousand uh, followers on TikTok. I'm like, you are talking to the wrong motherfucker, dude, because yeah. none of those people are coming to see you in Sunnyvale. No one. No one. No, there's gonna be some people who like leftover and don't know what to do after they went to the Goodwill. I've seen him too, and he, he was he was not a bad dude. He was just, but also when I met him, he was just not particularly that friendly a guy. He was on his phone the whole time. I'm like, I don't want you at my show. That's such it's such a douchey way to to message somebody. So I'm like, you dude, I, I already know. He was like, we we're only asking for uh, to do ten minutes off the top. I'm like, motherfucker, those are the motherfuckers who are booked to do the ten minutes off the top. You would be yeah. doing max six minutes yeah uh and it'll be where i fucking want and yeah you're not doing it anyway no. so and you would be there probably trashing the turnout of the show with like a good turnout so for sure you don't because you don't know our show so yeah fuck. all right well fuck that then second option. Yeah, I'm, telling, I'm just saying dude you're not a good rapper and <laughs> you should just quit and save the paper like that's i'm not i'm not trying to be mean either i am mean uh, I'm, I'm giving it to you realistically. You, you so. haven't been tr trying for years to master the craft. Get rap on fucking TikTok, and those comments will tell you.
yeah to stick to the day job and really get noticed around there get it to take it to the next level get that sure. manager position become regional manager at the at the local yeah. cabela's do it well nothing wrong with doing a, a, a just a basic job well what do you think is the best advice that you have ever gotten like good advice you listen to and you and you trust um I didn't trust the source of like this dude that was telling me like, you know, you keep trying to find the one as far as like a girlfriend. Yeah. And, where, and, and like the way he pitched it to me, I was like, yeah, he's like, you need to go out there, and, you know, sow your, sow your oats. One of those types of people. Sell your oats. Was he on so, Sow your oats, whatever. Oh, it's some so. old thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even understand how it did. You know, like if you watch, sow your Royal oats, they said in, uh, yeah. coming to America, but, um, and I, I mean, there's a lot of old bullshit, you know, a lot, one of the old things was like, I remember uh, people that used to tell you, it's like, oh, you need to get laid. I've been laid, man. It didn't solve shit. It was awkward yes. more than anything else. Still and have like, that hole in my chest. Yeah, that just added to it. Even good sex just made it like, it was just like cocaine. I'm like, okay, now what? Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't do much. I remember hearing it from like douchey people who think they're woke now. Yeah. And, and you just wake up the next morning. You've got a bunch of great business ideas, but you need more. It doesn't it, feel anything. It, yeah, I, I honestly have not gotten any good advice from anybody. I mean, there's not been, my dad has never been helpful. I love him to pieces now, but he had no wisdom to offer me growing up. I, well, maybe, well, no, one thing, it was like, you're always going to have to deal with people you don't like. And I'm like, duh, you're my fucking dad. <laughs> I'm dealing and, with you right now. Oh my God, man. I mean, the irony of that, dude. And, uh, and I love him to pieces today. We're great today. I, yeah. I, I love hanging out with him today. But growing up, man, I was I was not a fan. In terms of comedy, Tony Sparks gave me some good advice, which was I didn't always use it. But the one he he did say was like, take your best joke and whatever the rhythm is of your best joke that that always works. Make your whole act the rhythm of that joke, which is partially true. Yeah, I, I think there's part in my case. I can't do at the time I had a high energy delivery of one joke which i'm like i can't do that for 30 minutes I too much to it up but but he but the jokes that tend to do well do have that manic energy speaking of fathers um we got some guy needing help with his father cool how do i uh he's a 17 male explain and prove to my dad who's 60 that the stuff on the history channel is only conspiracies i, I fucking hate redditors um <laughs> No, he's not. He's 17 with his dad, who's 60. That's that's some bullshit right there. Even if it's true, I'm like, okay. And what was the question again? So these are terrible lies. I can so, already tell. So he goes into it. Um, hello, I've been arguing a bit with my dad over the last couple of months about mm. the History Channel. Oh when God, he, yeah. When he, when he first brought it up, he said, "Yeah, but it's." Uh, when he first rewrite history channel yeah i get what he's meaning yeah i said yeah it's not real you know and then i was shocked when he actually thought it was real i actually mm -hmm. did some research and watched some documentaries and i could find like three maybe four ufo sightings that he talked about where i actually can see how someone would believe them but besides that it's all bullshit it's very obviously fake but when it's still very very annoying because they never say it is anywhere. It's so dramatic. I watched it a bit, and I'm not one to be judge uh, or get angry, but the fact that my dad actually believes this and refuses to believe anything else infuriates me. I need a way to prove to him that it's fake. I think he needs to uh, dress up as an alien. 
and uh, rape his dad. The good old fashioned anal probe. Yeah, I, I, I don't. In fact, being no, the, the again, the, the, the convolutedness of this question is why I don't believe it. What I don't believe it any more than this fucking he believes in the aliens. Um, there are people that watch and believe the History Channel, uh, even for its own history. I, I used, yeah, I used to live in a house with this uh, like forty-year-old virgin, uh, and and yeah, and he used to get drunk on H and H whiskey and oh, tell me that I had the drug problem, <laughs> and uh, and meanwhile would be like would watch the History Channel constantly, nonstop, and I would just be sitting there listening to to how much they, it's. It's like they can't report a true fact and make it sound legit. <laughs> it, it's designed to 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 be this, you know, this bullshit machine of history. Yeah, yeah you're not going to convince. And here's the thing: this is you want to know. You want to know what? Don't. He's almost dead. He's sixty. He's, He's sixty. Dead. It doesn't matter. Obviously, he didn't give a fuck about you if he had you <laughs> when he was fucking forty, fucking three or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, shit. And and yeah, he's not gonna live much longer. Not only that, the world's not gonna be around. There ain't gonna be no more history. Yeah, in, in, in you know human history at least. Uh, you know, in in a few more. So just enjoy your times with. Let Don't it, worry about it. Drink and drive. Indulge, indulge. Yeah. Well, that's what you know. I'm just saying. If I get that you care, if if this is person's real, which they're not. All right. <laughs> the aliens are more real than this motherfucker is. But um, but if you you know, as far as like deconspiracizing anybody. It's impossible. You really just got to go with it. And so all I'm saying is just your dad's going to be dead soon. That'll cure all the conspiracies. Spend some time with them. You know, you know, go. You really, you really want to care, man. Get him a hooker man. get your both some hookers, you know, have a little turn the turn the history channel off. Have a little father son time. Turn on some yeah. Marvin Gaye. Get yeah, down. Man. Sex workers. Get, and I say hooker. It's sex worker. Uh, or go to the strip club, man. There ain't no conspiracies at the strip club except she don't really like you. She uh, doesn't love you and she doesn't care about your your, yeah, your AB. But, but hey, RBI lap, percentage. Lap dance is still just as real. So, um, what uh, what do you think is the best advice that you have given? That I've given. That you've given. People have told me I've given them good advice, which is just like somebody saying you're funny. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm sure I've given people advice. Uh, mainly, no, I definitely have. I know I have. Um, it was last night. It was a comic. Yeah. Uh, she's a, a good comic that's been uh, growing immensely in our barriers. Serene. We were Sakura. I got her name down really well. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I know. No, I practiced it. Uh, practice makes perfect. Uh, I used to say it, we're a Sakara and it's we're a Sakara. And I'm like, got it. Um, so she uh, she was talking about she did a set recently where it was uh, 30 minutes. And she doesn't get to do that much time that often. And it was to a smaller crowd than normal at this one place. Yeah. And, and I said, those are the best crowds to do more time to. And, and mainly because, A, you're probably, A, it's less, if it doesn't go as well, it's less people there. But the fact is also, when you're doing more time you, uh, with to a smaller crowd, you got it in your best interest to do your best with those smaller crowds because you're going to be doing disappointing gigs all the time. Practice rewarding those that smaller group because I've also gotten more money from a smaller group than a than a bigger group 
you can uh, also make a lot more connections with that smaller there's that group. there's there's that aspect she did it at my at my show in at lily max yeah um and also but also if the set's not going that you got to practice dealing with uh having a mediocre set emotionally that takes practice too. being in the moment and just accepting that like well, this is not going to go that great. That doesn't mean I got to shit the bed completely. It doesn't mean I got to get defensive. It doesn't mean I got to, I got to blame the audience. It doesn't mean I got to do all. There's a lot of emotions that go no. through your head when you're on autopilot doing your act and you need to practice, you know, kind of leveling out because if, once you get that Zen, you're free to like, Oh, fuck it. I can fuck around. Do whatever. Let's do that. And you might no. yank some excellent laughs, taking a left where you thought you were going to go right um in in those things she was like that's yeah that's really uh, she was she liked that advice and I, I, I give advice more or less to, to try and help people with um just dealing with the fact that this is as good as it gets man like there and the people that there's people that are doing good cool things that like i would think i would be envious and then i see them and i talk to them and they ain't that happy man <laughs> I, I really I, I that's what gives me joy not seeing them in pain yeah but realizing that i'm like i'm not that like I, I, the grass ain't that green and yeah I'm and i'm not my grass is fine i i like the fact that what's funny everybody has the same as i love you mike because you've treated me the same since i've started knowing you and you're the same person now and i have a feeling if any any and all success to you which would be you know well <laughs> well deserved uh you would you'd ignore me but still treat no. me if you ran into me um but no but the fact that like i run it i i see people that uh you know they change over time and all that wow. shit and but they have this thing where they meet me first and they're like, oh, you're mean, Dave. Oh, my God. The legend of this, that, and the other. It's just such bullshit. It just means I've been around too long. And then they see, they come do some of my gigs. You know, I start them out at Vinny's. Make them go <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. And then I have them in my other rooms or whatever. But then once you see that, like, I kind of max out at, like, certain these those gigs to offer. Yeah, yeah, And, like, I... and. And unless I, I'm like, you know, really vibing with you and you live near me and I could possibly like get you on a show to get For a sure. ride and all that shit. And there ain't much I got, you know, and people, yeah. once they realize that, then they, they, they're, oh, me and Dave ain't shit, man. <laughs> Yeah. And then, then you'll be you'll be hard pressed you know i just i can already see it in yeah. like certain people uh when they start to turn when they start to like you know when i see certain friends yeah. that are like you know they start to they start to get douchey ah and, fuck uh, that dude i mean what, happens. it happens man. what, so what I, i've I, always appreciated about you i mean because i i haven't doing i've been doing this for that long maybe three years that's long enough no more than that right uh, maybe three you're doing it like what uh what are you for yeah, four years, I would think, because it was like, because it was like at least a couple of years before the pandemic, right? Yeah, it was a couple of years before the pandemic. I think I met you at Spanky's the first night or whatever. So that'd be like 2018, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2018. Yeah, yeah. But um, from then to now, like you've always treated me with so much fucking respect, just like another fucking person, which is someone who's established in the community. Not everyone does. There's a lot of dicks out I there. I know, I know. I've seen who you book, motherfucker. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do that without having to see it, man. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, but no, it's, I don't know. I think it's one of those things. I remember, you know, they always say that, you know, be, be careful, you know, be cool to who you see on your way up. Cause those are the yeah. same people you're going to see on your way down. And, and luckily I just stay on a plateau <laughs> and it never went that high. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I, I don't know. I just don't, this, I, it's something that I think a lot of it has to do with, I, I, I did music for 20 years, man. And I, and those are my dreams and not yeah. like dreams of, of grandeur, my favorite band's the Melvins. 
and they're a working class band that make their living being a working class man. Sure. That was that was what I hoped would happen for me, but I didn't know how to make that happen for my. I couldn't like quite. Figure, I was on a lot of drugs too, you know. No blame, but yeah, I couldn't quite figure it out. I got into comedy to help promote a band. That band broke up as a result. I stayed in comedy reluctantly, uh, the way Happy Gilmore thought he was a hockey <laughs> player and and through quirk of fate to try and make some money for his grandma yeah doing some golf didn't want to keep doing it but then in the end kept doing it and for sure. realized that you're a better fit for it and that's kind of how i felt now and i'm like i wish i found this when i was younger but this is how it is and i also got into comedy more or less because my favorite comedians were all old men who died doing this and i looked at it like well if i can do this as a, just a regular job until I'm old and die, like whatever, I, cool. Then that's I don't, not bad. That's and I'd rather, you know, I want to be a cool, funny old man, you know. And I think I can pull that off. Like, there's not I, a lot of people that can pull off being a relatable old man. When you know, I've always been an old man on the inside. Yeah, you, and, down uh, there, you're always, you know. Yeah, you just gotta be, gotta be charming to the kids and your whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be a grumpy dude, a charmingly grumpy dude, I think. And and hopefully you'll get better at it the older I get. And you know, like Eddie Pepitone. I love Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. I love all the, the comics that are like Larry Bubbles Brown. He's one of my favorites locally. And just all these guys. I like I respect uh a lot of the wisdom of like this is a hard living thing too with comedy. That's why I didn't want to get into it, man. These were like For blues sure. players of the past man nobody respects them really <laughs> you know over time that's why i don't understand why young people are doing it like i don't you know if if, if you're having fun with it i get it but it, but most of these people like are getting into it with dreams and, and all that i'm like I, I played in a band for 20 years i had great times playing in those bands i want i wish i could go back to be and do that again yeah. being a comedian being young such a waste of your fucking youth man it is such a waste well because i i started doing it and i was gonna do um a, like firefighting get into firefighting it's, oh yeah that's that's shit man that's, that's what sweet. i was that was the plan i started doing this and i started act. i was having so much fucking fun so you gave up you I gave, gave up, up being of service to, 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 do, to this. do this but also right, you know, I, just I hope the motherfuckers burn that's all you know just to <laughs> <laughs> to cement me people need to die okay i learned just enough to know how to get away with arson burn, burn, uh, burn. we got more advice all right let's see Squirrel digging through our garbage. Okay, I I can relate to that. Literally every time I go out to put away the garbage, I see him there. We've replaced our bins twice, but the fat fuck keeps chewing through them. He's the fattest squirrel I've ever seen. Just off our stuff alone. It's bad for us and it's bad for him. How the hell do I get him to go away? He's been getting more aggressive each time we go and put our garbage in the bin. So he's just going through their garbage? Going through the garbage, tearing through and, and, and eating all the shit. Why do you care? <laughs> Learn not to care. Get into some surrender. I guess he's he's chewing through the outside of the garbage can, and I guess it's ruining the garbage through cans. Metal or through the I'm guessing it's I'm guessing it's plastic. Well, these are those are those are tough bins, man. I ain't seen a fucking squirrel chew through any of that shit. These these seem like some really and he's hungry. I don't, I don't trust these questions, man. Seem like lies. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um, how do I get some rat poison, man? They're fucking rodents. Uh, you know, throw some rat poison in there. 
you know, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, a little M80 action every now and then. I don't, I like squirrels. I just, you know, fucking, I, yeah, I don't see this as, I, I don't, yeah, I don't really see squirrels going through trash. That's why I don't, I don't trust no. these questions, Mike. Yeah. I mean, it's usually a raccoon thing. There's a, yeah, those are the, and they don't even chew through trash cans. They know how to open, they got the hands. I, 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 take out the trash and then i fucking opened up like the bin and then this fucking thing crawls out of the trash can holy shit how the fuck's the cat in there it's a fucking mm-hmm. raccoon <laughs> yeah raccoons are fucking i had a i had a whole shit ton of raccoons uh in my parents backyard one time and those fuckers are not scared of you for shit man they they all looked at me like you know we could take you how <laughs> it's like we'll, we'll leave out of courtesy but you know i think they have opposable thumbs why well, are, they why, do well they have hands man why yeah, are people got, talking about raccoons have opposable thumbs they got total hands dude and like it's, apes yeah it's it's hilarious so as far as the squirrel man like dude just embrace the squirrel man <laughs> give, give him some pie like get like dude squirrels are fine fuck your garbage can you know what i'm rooting for the squirrel Here's some advice for that squirrel, man. Fuck it all up. Like, you know, you know, don't just send a message. You know, this fucking this this dickhead's stingy with his trash, that's for sure. Go call so, your squirrel friends. Get them in on. It's your trash, man. I don't know. Spray it down with bug spray or some shit, man. The rat poisons all if you're really that you wanna you wanna like kill the fucking kill the squirrel. Yeah. I don't know. People, man. People are fucking animals. Uh, we, we got we got one more question. Really? There wasn't got... more advice that you was needed on Reddit, Mike? Oh, no, there's plenty more, but we're running out of time. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were on a time limit. Um, I'm seeing my favorite band in six months, and I want to get backstage. I'm a 24 female. Uh, seeing my favorite band in six months when they play a smaller stadium in my hometown. I want to get my best friend who's 23 and I backstage to hang out with the band. I've seen a couple of TikToks of girls getting drunk at their shows and being brought backstage. So I know it's possible. I've been to two of their shows in the past and I've met one of the band members by chance on the street before we had a quick chat. So I know I can play it cool and not go all crazed fan. I just want to hang out with the party with the band. (laughs) <laughs> no Daddy, comment no, no comment no com- i want to know who this band is so we can warn them they got a we got a premeditated <laughs> me too case coming their way yeah fucking oh god this is how this shit starts man like i just want to get backstage i just want to hang out i don't want to fuck them i don't want to i don't want to you know whatever it's like you don't understand that fundamental principle of wanting to get backstage implies wanting to fuck them. A, that's if they're terrible people. All right, yeah. the world's made up of not good people, especially when they're successful. <laughs> you know these fucking dip, dipshits that think that like you know everybody's nice. This yeah. world's no, they're not, man. I mean emo bands maybe, but it, whatever. And if this isn't an emo band. They're fucking people are fucked in the head, man. Anybody with like you know attention, fame, people that are trying trying to fuck them are gonna assume you want to fuck them. Don't no one wants to hang out with you. 
No one does. Nobody gets successful so they can hang out with strangers, even if they're attractive. And if they are attractive, they want to fuck you. <laughs> and, 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 and even if they don't, you know what? Fucking, this is such a lame waste of like wanting to, you know, enjoy a band and go. I've, my favorite band I've met several times. And guess what? They didn't like me. I didn't like them. And I love their music. The music. Okay. I'm not trying to power. Yeah. And that's not true. The drummer's actually a nice guy. Whatever. I don't really need to relate to anybody as people because to, to enjoy entertainment and you enjoy the art. I've, I've met enough now, especially after, you know, you know, performing with some people that have been in movies, been on whatever. Some of these people are just downright annoying and, and, you know, and some are really cool, but at the same time, like, I don't want to, you know, it's, I've, I've been infatuated with, celebrity or my or my own personal like you know looking up to people and yeah. all that it serves no purpose and and the, the sooner you figure that out the better you don't want to go backstage all right there's nothing backstage <laughs> just no, sadness and, and not and, sadness no it's predatory all right mm, you're, uh, you're setting yourself up you're sitting there looking like oh yeah to get backstage and you get drunk that's how rapes happen or today's defined rape even even consent while un- intoxicated is considered rape for you sure. are not in the you're not acting in the best interest of this band that you think you want to fucking hang out with you know what if life if you're meant to meet this band and go backstage life will create a scenario where that will happen and that ain't gonna happen you don't have to force it we went back in the day when people went backstage it was because they were sucking dicks to get backstage (laughs) you're not willing to do that based on this question if you're not willing if you're not interested in sucking your sucking dicks to get backstage no one wants you backstage because they only want you backstage if you're gonna suck their dick she's never gonna meet the leonard skinner tribute no. bands and that that's how shit happened in the past and even if things there is no hr department for getting backstage there's no all of this goes into that whole everything is terrible world that we live in all right there's this these are the these are the fundamental things that like when people get into this day and age we're like oh yeah i know what should be that things should be a certain way and they aren't man <laughs> All right. You, you know what? I know that I have the right of way walking. That doesn't mean that when I cross a freeway, I'm not going to get hit. I'm going to get For hit. Sure. That right? Winnebago is going to keep on going. Doesn't fucking matter. They're not going to stop. And so, yeah. So, so my best advice to you is go to the concert and go home. Don't, don't go backstage. Don't try to go backstage. And not only that, even if some fucking, some fucking backstage, Hey, Hey ladies, you want to go backstage? Run. That's frightening. That, that's again, this is all predatory behavior. Oh. Unless you're wanting to fuck. And then if you want to fuck, fuck your way backstage. Then the, oh. that's yes, that's the only yeah. yay. All right. Because rarely is the fucking scenario ever. Uh, you know, there's a, there was an old growing pains episode based on this whole very thing. <laughs> Uh, where, where little boy Ben wanted to go see his 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 favorite musician, who was played by Brad Pitt, oddly enough, at the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, long haired Brad Pitt, and and he goes there and he meets him, and it's all great and whatever. And he left something back in the room, so he goes running back in the room, and he sees Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt's with a woman back there, not with his wife. Damn. The, and he's like. Wait a minute, that's not so and so. He goes, "Will you get the? Will you get out of here, kid?" He yells at the kid. Yeah. Traumatic experience for Ben, learning that this, this, this rock hero is is not 
not not holy. Is not for debt. Yeah, he's 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 going he's going to hell. He's committing where he's you know committing adultery. You know you know he's not he's his infidelity and all that shit. And uh, that's a big pill to swallow for a young man to realize that his, <laughs> that his Brad rock Pitt. star superhero <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> isn't monogamous. <laughs> Damn, though, maybe he's Mormon, you know? What a fucking bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had a Slayer poster on his wall, too, when that happened. He tore it down, and we were, I remember anybody that was like, saw that was like, dude, he ain't a Slayer. Like, what Slayer <laughs> fan is going to be deterred by, like, you'd be like, yeah, man, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's uh it's I yeah, I'm just telling these bitches stay home. Uh, you know what? Find actually find other interests too, man. Yeah. Just listen to music. Yeah, if you're not, you know, live experience backstage is highly overrated. Uh it's just a bunch of people that are, they're working, you know. No one backstage is is where they're just trying to chill or whatever. And unless they're trying to be part of the party in like the most extreme ways of being used. Yeah, I mean, most like I've been to a couple live shows here that I never want to go. I just want to, I want to watch what they do and I want to leave. Yeah, I did it last night. I mean, I, I hosted for Big J. He's actually a really cool dude. I had to catch Bart, and I mean, I still probably had time where I could have done that and all that. I'm not interested. And not only that, I didn't want to see any other comedians I know and I have to talk to them and all that, all that shit. Because I just, I don't know. I don't really like our crop of uh, punchline people these days. Yeah. No, so, I mean, I'm friends. I'm not friends with. I know them, but they don't like me. I don't like them. Whatever. Fuck them. So. Fuck yeah. that noise, dude. Well, me and Dave. One more person needs advice. Good. Me and Dave. If you could give me Michael Nordstrom any kind of advice, uh, in any kind of in life, comedy. What, whatever advice you have, what advice would you give to me? Um, I guess keep doing what you're doing. I don't know. You're good. You're a good dude, man. You're a good egg in the in our in our scene and contribute and you're fun, dude. To, I mean, I even did that terrible con air fucking thing with <laughs> you, your idea and had a good time. Yeah. It's uh, though, it, yeah, it never came out. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I know. I, I'm very well aware. Yeah. But it was a fun exercise. You know, we tried it with some during the pandemic, you know, that kind of thing. And yeah. I just knew it was like herding cats, man. Um, you know, yeah. Better to yeah. do with a smaller crew doing multiple characters, but um, with less script. It needs to be yeah. like a couple scenes, not not a, a hundred and fifty pages. Yeah, man. But I don't I mean, I don't I don't look at you and be like, you know, I have advice for you because you know, you, you, you're, you know, you got a girlfriend, you got, you know, you're, you're working, you're doing, you're living your life. You look healthy. You're happy. You seem happy. And that is, that, that's gold right there. I mean, you, you should have more advice for me, I would think, you know, but, but um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, uh, as far as, yeah, like I said, keep doing what you're doing, man. Hell so, yeah, dope. Good, and, good stuff. No, I fucking, like I said, kind of before, I appreciate all the, fucking opportunities you've given me always being so fucking kind and nice when a lot of people aren't that's you know like i said i i i, I pity people and i try to do my part to help them when i pity them <laughs> and, uh, you you deserve my pity so. hey <laughs> i've been saying that for years that's a good no 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 like i said man I, it's you know it's a miserable world and the people that help make it less miserable i definitely like fucking with so fuck yeah i do yeah. well do you have anything you want to plug anything you want to say to the people um, yeah, let me, I got to plug it cause I use these photos. Uh, and so I'm going to, in order to use these photos for this back. Oh no, that's not, that's a dipshit. Former, Very different. Uh, that's a dipshit dude. Uh, he's a former comedian promoter in the area. 
Um, uh, in order to use these photos from this photo shoot, I need to plug. I will be headlining the Comedy Edge in Oakland on uh, Saturday, May 28th. I believe that's the right date. Let me look that up just to make sure. Uh, yeah, Saturday, May 28th. So that's that's. So there you go, Holly. If you see this, it's, I'm using these photos and promoting the show. Um, and uh, but yeah, also I uh, run shows uh, regularly every second and fourth Monday at Lily Max in Sunnyvale. We have a great free comedy show where we just beg you for tips, but it's a fun show at, the, at a nice, uh, cool restaurant bar. Uh, every first and third and occasionally fifth when there is one. Uh, Thursday, we run a show at uh, Murphy's Law, and also in Sunnyvale on the same street. That's a fun show at a nice, uh, kind of a divey-ish Irish bar. Um, good time, good crowd all the time uh, there. We have our next one actually on the 24th because we had to postpone the uh, St. Patty's Day from this yeah. past because they had a band. But um, but yeah, it's usually every first and third, except for we're doing March 24th uh, this month. And we'll also be there on the 31st and on April 7th. So we'll be doing like three weeks in a row. Hell um, every third Sunday, I run a show at Branham Lounge in San Jose. That's an outdoor show. We're out in the patio because their customers are pure shit people, <laughs> but our crowd are cool. And um, so we have a good time over there. Yeah. Again, all these shows are free uh, every third Monday at Vinny's Bar and Grill. That's more of my newcomers to comedy and old goats who want a little stage time on a Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, that's in Concord, Vinny's Bar and Grill. We have a fun show there at 730 uh, every third Monday. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and that those are all my regular shows. And then I'm around. Uh, follow me at mean underscore Dave on Instagram. Uh, you know, I perform uh, regularly, uh, at least, you know, host at least once a year at Punchline and Cobbs and um, perform shows at Alameda Comedy Club. I'm going to be uh, hosting at uh, Laughs Unlimited April 1st and 2nd uh, this year. Uh, it's my first time hosting that club. Hell yeah, I know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I perform and headline at local showcases all over. Oh. Be, uh, I mean, yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'm not going to say that because this will be, won't be out in time, but yeah, so uh, yeah, all kinds of gigs all over the place. So just follow me on Instagram. I post my shows on there. Uh, you don't need to add me on Facebook unless you really need to. But, but you can if you want. Oh, and that Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Everybody ignores me on Twitter at Mean Dave Time. So yeah, guys, this is the Hell Yeah Podcast. Go check us out on all social medias. The Hell Yeah Podcast. Call in on our phone line. We need a caller. Call in. Um, check out the email. This is the Hell Yeah Podcast. The number that doesn't exist. We have the number. You do? Yeah, the number is. Oh shit. Yeah. But, oh, no one's calling it live. I love it. No, but call in to our number, uh, 415-785-4509. 415-785-4509. By the way, if I if any of these people were real, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, <laughs> but I mean, A, I don't think you're real, and B, like, these these are some dumb questions. Like, I mean, these are things that if you can't figure this stuff, this is what life's made, made of, all right? Like, your conspiracy theory dad is not going squirrels in your garbage can really really you need more problems you're trying to get backstage at, at 24 you're a girl come on like watch a movie every now go watch the movie Rockstar. figure right. it out yeah watch motley crew uh, read the motley crew book man you know that'll, yeah. fucking, that'll scare you into fucking going to catholic school don't and, go watch and, uh, finding forrester you know yeah, 
don't know about that, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm saying, I forget who was the, what was the first question? I forget what our first advice um, was. First question was, uh, Oh, the rapper. Oh, the rapper. Yeah, the rapper. Yeah. Oh, you're terrible. Like you do, you need rappers. Don't need advice. Like I, I'm just going to say that right now. And if you ain't rhyming your question, I mean, dude, yeah, not, not no rhyme scheme. What's the way to 7-Eleven and stick to it, man. Work. It's 24 hours of work right there. Can I get a hell yeah? What? What? Can I get a hell yeah? What? What? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! What? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And I know it ain't right, and I know it ain't right, and I know you shouldn't take this advice, but make sure you're really drunk when you're driving. Walk on some glass with no shoes on and don't pay for your meal. Dining dash. You better not ask me for no advice because I'm gonna tell you.